I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Francoise Blonde. She is a laboratory manager and veterinarian at Zoetis in Brittany, France. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Now, I know from traveling in Europe and interviewing poultry producers over there that infectious bronchitis can be a huge problem, not just because it can be a pretty nasty disease, but it's always changing, isn't it? That's correct. The virus evolves all the time. And uh, as uh, in our lab, we are trying to, to track it the best we can. And tell me about, uh, you've developed a, a new diagnostic test for evaluating infectious bronchitis in Europe? Well, in fact, we are using uh, qPCR, and um, you have uh, different ways to, to identify the, the virus. You can use uh, qPCR, or you can use uh, conventional PCR, or also sequencing. And in fact, what we do in our lab is uh, we only use qPCR, that helps us identify different type of strains that might be present uh, in the sample. Now, in simple terms, what is the difference between the qPCR and conventional PCR? Uh, conventional PCR is a gel one, so it's not so, it's, it starts to be quite old. Now, most of the people are using a qPCR of sequencing. Well, mostly sequencing, you can only find one dominant strain, and it takes quite a long time just to get the results. While with our technique, uh, it's quite quick. I mean, we deliver results within a week. And you are able to identify quite quickly uh, the different strains that are present. And speed is really important, isn't it? For the customer, yes. For us, uh, it's difficult <laughs> yeah. to, to follow all, all the requests. But uh, yes, the speed is important. 2017, we got samples from more than 22 countries. So imagine you have the vet making the samples, then he has to, to, to prepare a package to send it to us, so there is the, the time for the samples to travel. Then they arrive in our lab, then we need to process. At the same time, I mean, the farmer is just waiting for the results. And when you say 22 countries, I mean, that must be a lot of samples. How many samples did you analyze in 2017? Uh, 2017, we analyzed uh, more than 2,000 samples. Wow. And were there any surprising results? One of the things that we identified in the last uh, recent years is that uh, one, one strain, the variant O2, is uh, starting to become more and more predominant uh, in a few countries. Uh, what we see also, uh, which is that uh, QX is very predominant in all the countries that we test for. The, the great thing, though, about infectious bronchitis is that there's a lot of cross-protection with the vaccines. Is that correct? That's correct. But what are you learning from your, your testing? Because I think sometimes people get a false sense of security because they know that there is some cross-protection, but maybe it's not as extensive as they think it is. If you have new variants that are able to, to, to develop, like QX uh, did uh, 10 years ago, like uh, variant O2 is starting to, in some countries, it means that the current vaccination program was not good enough to mm -hmm. protect. This is one answer. And then the second answer would be that, uh, let's say, 90% of the samples that we receive are from animals that are showing signs. So it means that uh, farmers and vets are, are worried with the, their flock, they see signs, and they believe that it's uh, IB uh, disease. And I'm glad you brought that up, because you mentioned getting 2,000 samples before. 
Um, in 90% of the cases, they are, they are seeing signs. Um, are, are virtually all of these animals, all of these birds, infected with infectious bronchitis? There isn't a real technique that, it able, that is able to make a difference between the, 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 the vaccine and the field. I mean, if you vaccinate it with QX, and if you find a QX in your animal, you don't know if what you find is the vaccine or a field strain. Yes. So answering to a question is not so easy. Okay, no, I understand. Um, so what can we, what can we um, learn from our, our past experiences with infectious bronchitis? Because as you said, the, the virus is constantly evolving. You can test to see which serotypes are, are, are in the flock. But how do you go about planning your vaccination program? For example, if, if you find a, a strain that is not part of your, of your vaccinal program, and um, if you have signs, I mean, the, the obvious thing is that the strain that you find is a field strain and that you would uh, recommend the farmer to use the homology roots vaccine. Let's say if you vaccinate it with mass only and you find QX mm -hmm. and the, your animals have signs, you would say, well, you have a QX wide strain that is present. So just use the vaccine. What else can be done to manage uh, infectious bronchitis effectively in uh, poultry flocks? I would say that, of course, monitoring of the strains that are present is very important, but uh, also uh, all the management of the animals is very important. And uh, what is also very important is to be sure that the vaccination was uh, correctly applied. And how do you go about doing that? Because you have a lot of, you know, labor uh, on, on these poultry farms. I mean, how can you go back and, and try to determine whether or not a vaccine was properly or improperly administered? I would say that uh, if some trade people are going to the farm and they are just seeing how the, the farmer is, is uh, administering the, 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 the vaccine, uh, most of the time there are obvious mistakes, for example, that are done and uh, this could be checked. Now you mentioned the, uh, the O2 serotype that is coming out of Poland. Uh, are there some other serotypes that we need to watch for, uh, for with infectious bronchitis? The QX, of course. Yes, that is well, and that's been there for a good number of years. Yeah, I would say 10 years, something like that. And this one is, is, is widespread, I would say, all over the world. So when you're building your vaccination program for infectious bronchitis, there is a cross-protection that you get with different vaccines. But how do you, at what point do you make a decision, let's say, to use a vaccine that has the, the, the QX strain in the vaccine, or can you rely on another vaccine for cross-protection? How do you go about making that decision? If there is a high pressure in the area of a, of a wide strain, I mean, the, the best option would be to have in the program the vaccine with a homologous strain. Excellent. So what's the, um, how does the future look for uh, infectious bronchitis protection? Are there any new technologies coming along that would give the industry hope for even better control in the future? The IB virus is always slightly... Uh, above us and we are just running to try to catch him 
because it evolves, it changes, and then the science is just trying to do things to get it. Um, we are thinking about uh, the next generation sequencing, for example. We are thinking about uh, trying to develop new techniques that would be specific to the different vaccines, just to, to identify uh, accurately the wild type. Thank you.